Today, President Biden continues to undercut the U.S. military by sending more military equipment in the never-ending war in Ukraine. Find out what he sends, to, what he plans to send as we discuss with our amazing panelists today. Kevin McCarthy finally has the cojones that uh, he finds them. Finally, he creates a committee to investigate the weaponization of the federal government. And Joe Scarborough, uh, I have something planned just for you. We've got all of this and more today on the News and White Matters, and it starts right now. Okay, welcome to the News and White Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, but I have to tell you, I have, I'm going to have to start separating my panelists today because I'm going to put them on different days because they, they're so chummy. They just keep talking until the very point that we go on. They're like, oh my God. They're counting us in. They're like, oh my God. And we so even dressed the same. Yeah, you did. We've got what are you Jason wearing Buttrell. today? Oh, let me show you. Jason Buttrell, uh, head writer and researcher for Glenn Beck, the Glenn Beck program, and uh, Matthew Marsden, actor and producer extraordinaire. And they decided to wear the official News and Why It Matters uniform today <laughs> because they are both dressed the exact same and they claim they didn't plan it but the way that they are talking off air I'm fairly certain that they did oh I mean but then you upstage us with your North Pole coat and yeah I mean can you blame me it's 10 million degrees below zero I parked here. right next to your sleigh outside <laughs> like with all your reindeer you guys they hear me walking in because I jingle <laughs> but then the Brit shows up. We're like, "We're cold. What are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah, I'm like, I, 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 "I'm afraid. No, I will not be cold. I'll wear a t-shirt in all weathers. Thank you very much." Um, so, I, Jason, it's a really great day for you to be here. I feel like you are also kind of our stand-in uh, military expert, and also Matt has played one on TV. I have, so. <laughs> which obviously I, I'm. I'm Way more qualified. More of an expert, yeah. okay, because he did play one on TV. But uh, very fascinating development in the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Uh, today, President Biden approved the United States to send 31 Abrams M1 tanks to Ukraine. This is, just comes after hours that uh, the German chancellor said Ukraine would also receive Leopard 2 tanks from Berlin as Russia plans for a major offensive. Here is uh, Joe Biden announcing that earlier today. Watch. And today, today I'm announcing that the United States will be sending 31 Abram tanks to Ukraine, the equivalent of one Ukrainian battalion. Secretary Austin has recommended this step because it will enhance the Ukraine's capacity to defend its territory and achieve its strategic objectives. Now, Joe Biden said uh, that, you know, this Western aid to Ukraine is not an offensive threat to Russia. That's what he says. He said this is about freedom, freedom for Ukraine, freedom everywhere. And just for um, I, I want to go back to an earlier story that we covered several weeks ago here on this program, which is that the military has already said we're going to have to make some very serious decisions in the next six months to a year, the Secretary of the Navy is saying, we can't keep arming Ukraine and expect to have our own defense mechanisms if anyone attacks us. Like, we're gonna have to pick, do we have, do we need the equipment or, do, or are we gonna send it all to Ukraine? Because we're running out of, of equipment here. We're running out of, of materials. Um, and, and by the way, just as a reference point, one of those tanks that we are sending is worth $10 million. So you can do the math there. That's over $300 million that just, Poof, gone. 
What, Jason, I, I want to start with you here. Like, what is your take on, on how all of this is transpiring? Because it seems to be a complete reversal from what the administration said just last week. Yeah, so a lot to unpack here. And I've talked to you, on the, I think, on this show before about, you know, the overtness of a lot of this mm -hmm. and how this is typical Cold War gamemanship and how Cold War wars were fought in the Cold War, um, but never this overt. Like, he's up there bragging about sending tanks, um, which is no small thing. 31 tanks, I'm trying to rem he said the equivalent of a battalion. Uh, uh, that's roughly three companies uh, in U.S. standards, uh, I think. So um, that, that's, that's a pretty big arsenal, especially when you consider in all the German tanks that are coming from multiple different countries. Now, the timing of this is interesting to me because he just said this will enhance their defensive capability, um, kind of insinuating that we're doing this to help them defend their territory. That's an outright lie because tanks, okay, there's two types of weapons that we'll send. <clears throat> defensive, which would be like, uh, the, you heard about the Patriot missiles, which is also another big move. That's a defensive weapon. You can even argue that combat drones are defensive. You know, they're, they're taking out weapons as they're entering their company. Uh, tanks are not defensive. They are offensive weapons. So this is not to enhance their defense. This is to enhance an operation that they have planned, mm -hmm. which is very key and is very interesting because in the very beginning of the war, most of the people were kind of like we were helping defend them, giving them weapons and stuff and support. But we were kind of or they were kind of worried about the possibility that Ukraine wins this fight. Right. They were worried about how Russia would respond. This signals to me that they're not worried about that anymore. They're going all in on providing offensive weaponry to defeat Russia. Now, what does that mean? Well, we know that Russia has already annexed, you know, the rest of the world doesn't recognize it, but Russia does annex Crimea. Ukraine wants to take Crimea back. This type of weapon delivery is for that purpose. Mm -hmm. It's to retake territory, to invade territory that Russia believes is theirs. Um, Eastern Ukraine, those breakaway uh, regions, the Donbass area and Crimea, they're looking, I would say within probably by springtime or somewhere in between that, that time frame, of actually invading that territory and taking it back. That's a huge escalation, but I, I, t I really have an issue with the way Biden is, re is you know, posing all this as if this is a defensive thing. No, right. they are moving into a new phase in the war and that's offensive and Russia is going to see it that way. Mm -hmm. We are assisting in offensive operations now. Well, they, they've already said as much, right? Like Putin has already said, if you guys start doing this, we, we see that as you guys waging war on us. Mm -hmm. How is it not? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, how is it you're giving them 30 tanks? How is it? Look, nobody seems to be talking about the fact that we all know about the dirty dealings with Burisma. We know about these links between Ukraine and, and Hunter Biden. And that's not relevant to this in any way, shape or form. There's no quid pro quo or anything. Like we, we're not gonna ask any questions about why we're getting involved in something, quite frankly, that we do not need to be involved in. And secondly, how much are the American people gonna take? They are on, we are on our knees financially and we're sending all this money. It just seems like everyone else matters mm -hmm. apart from us, <clears throat> right? Everyone matters apart from the guy that he's trying to, you know, he's busting his balls, trying to make a living, trying to provide for his family. You got people flooding over the border. Now let's not look at that, let's not look at that. Let's send tanks to Ukraine. Like what, we, the United States needs to run 
the United St the, the government need, needs to run the United States like we run our households, mm. right? If you can't, you don't go and say, hey, listen, I'm going to go and buy a mower for my next door neighbor, right? I'm broke and I can't do the, you know, I'm struggling to feed my kids, but I'm going to go and find, uh, going to go and buy a mower for my <laughs> next door neighbor because he's got long grass, right? You, you have to look after your own home first. They hate this country. It's really a grieving. I mean, it is for everyone. Yeah. But as someone that came here, that loved this country, to see them just smash it to pieces. And it's, look, I don't see how there's any other way you can look at this, but they are running the country into the ground. They're bankrupting us. Like you said, we don't have enough. We're not going to be able to even defend ourselves, mm -hmm. right? We're, soldiers getting laid off. There's, listen, my son, you said, I want, to, I want to go to West Point. There's no chance that I'd want him to go and join the military now. And I know all my military friends are like, don't do it. Mm -hmm. And these are the people that you need in the military, right. right? So we have a staffing problem, we have an equipment problem, and yet we're giving away, you know, the, everything to another country. Like, it's none of our business, in my opinion, yeah. right? It's none of our business. If I was Russia and he said, do not put NATO troops in Ukraine, and we're like, we're putting NATO, what, how... Do people expect him to react? Imagine if we had this in Mexico. I mean, wasn't that the whole thing about the Cuban Missile Crisis is Russia is putting missiles on our doorstep, so we, we, we need to do something about it? Mm -hmm. It's that the whole thing is so unbelievable. You feel, and I've seen this on social media, people feel like they're going out of their minds because they cannot believe what is happening. Like everything is it seems just completely nonsensical. Mm -hmm. And especially for Americans, look, don't they care about us? Don't, aren't they meant to, for the people, by the people? No. The, no. They don't care. No. Yeah. It, it makes you wonder, they are so hyper-focused on Ukraine. Since at least 2014, you know, when the Bidens were getting into their dirty business, you know, the Burisma and all that, they were so hyper-focused on reshaping Ukraine, rebuilding it in a certain image. And I've gone back and forth in my mind trying to figure out why they are so willing to risk global war and basically everything, throwing all their chips in to Ukraine. Why Ukraine? And, you know, when you see, I mean, and the 2014-2015 thing, when a lot of this started, kind of also coincided with the Great Reset before the, it was called the Great Reset, and that was the Paris Climate Accords. Um, that's when they were trying to reshape society, you know, societal reshaping, economic, you know, reshaping, uh, energy reshaping. It all basically started right there, the global, everyone coming together as a world to say, look, we're going to flip everything upside down and do it this way. They were willing to hold Ukraine as a bargaining chip for Russia because they knew there were a couple of countries that would stop them. China, Russia, you know, places like that. Um, I, I think that has a, tend to, a tendency to make people... Uh, probably on the right that would say, hey, maybe uh, Russia is not you know, necessarily the bad guys here. Um, don't make that mistake. Russia is a bad guy here. Mm -hmm. um, they want to control the world just like the globalists want to control the world. That's what makes us kind of an interesting third party here because we're not on any of their sides. We don't think that there should be one global entity or country or whatever controlling the world. Um, we don't think that it should be Russia. We don't think it should be China. We don't think it should be the UN you know, or this new green Western you know, axis of evil. Uh, we're on the we're kind of like the outliers, which makes it kind of you know the most dangerous ground to stand on because yeah. we don't have any friends here. Um, it's really odd, but that kind of explains it at least in my mind why Ukraine is so so important to them. Yeah. But but can I just say this Last as well that, that there can be two bad guys in this. Mm -hmm. 
there doesn't have to be one good guy and one bad guy. They can both be bad guys. Absolutely, yeah. And we're being prevented from saying that. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and another point is, I don't care who's in the White House. If someone invited me to the White House, if a president invited me to the White House, I would go. I'll be very respectful. I would wear a suit, a shirt, and a tie, right? I don't know what kind of a man turns up to the Congress, turns up to meet the yeah. government of the United States, yeah. and doesn't have the respect. I don't care if he doesn't respect the politicians. We don't respect most of them, right? Respect the American people. Wear a darn suit and a tie, right? Because this is America you're visiting here, and we we deserve respect. Yeah. That dude has more green T-shirts than I have sleeveless T-shirts. Hey, listen, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you guys uh, I don't know. No I don't know. You have no room to talk. Um, all right, I want to switch gears here and go to another part of the swamp. So House Speaker Kevin McCarthy rejected the nominations of uh, representatives Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, both, of course, from California, uh, to the House Intelligence Committee. They were very, very, very upset. They got their little fifis hurt. But uh, here is some of Kevin McCarthy's uh, speech to reporters on the matter. Watch. The Intel Committee is different. You know why? Because what happens in the Intel Committee, you don't know. What happens in the Intel Committee, although the secrets are going on in the world, other members of Congress don't know. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop, he used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians. When he knew different, when he knew the Intel, if you talk to um, John Radcliffe, DNI, he came out ahead of time and says there's no intel to prove that, and he used his position as chairman, knowing he has information the rest of America does not. Congratulations, Kevin <laughs> McCarthy. You just found your balls. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know you, you actually have them. I'm like, great to see uh, Kevin McCarthy 2.0. I don't know where he came from, but I hope he sticks around. This was savage. It was just amazing. I, I, I loved it. I, it, it. What's amazing is these guys are crying wanting to be on the intel community when we all saw what Adam Schiff did. Mm-hmm. It, but just He was a political hack that mm-hmm. used his office to play games. Doesn't belong there. Swalwell? Do you remember how many times he lied to the American public? to the mainstream media oh, and gosh. said, oh, I've, we've seen all of these things. Donald Trump did this. We've seen proof of Russian collusion. There is proof of Russian collusion. It's going to be coming out soon. The Nunes memo? Yes. Yeah, all, all of that. And, and So, I mean, the clear case for him not to be there. Swalwell, for crying out loud, there's no chance in hell that he would be able to qualify for security clearance at any level in the military, any kind of civilian contractor, nothing. They would shoo him out the door. In fact, they'd probably arrest him and have him thrown mm-hmm. out just for applying there. But he wants to be in the congressional intelligence community. Absolutely insane. And he has, talk about balls. He has the balls to like just go out on social media all the time, like trying to throw zingers. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, <laughs> you banged a Chinese spy. And he farted Shut on up. TV. And he farted on TV. I mean, they look, I mean, these people, I mean, they say send your best and brightest, right? <laughs> I mean, he is, that, this plate has a higher IQ than Swalwell, <laughs> yeah, but that right? Might, that might still be their best and brightest, Matt. <laughs> Have you considered that? This is true. I mean, but the thing with him, he's just, he's dumb, right? And Schiff is completely disingenuous. I mean, that, that man is, I, I don't know how you could live with yourself just, just going out and lying. But again, we've spoken about this multiple times on this show, is that they're not held accountable by the mainstream media. And what they do is they come out, they say something, the mainstream media takes it, they put it out, and everyone goes, oh, look, look, this is what, blah, 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 blah. And then... 
you know what they say, like a lie gets around the world, halfway around the world before like the truth gets its pants on or whatever. This is what is happening. And this is why, I mean, I've seen it in Europe, right? One of the, a really good gauge for me on how the rest of like mainstream media does in America is to see what my friends here in England and my friends in Malta hear. And they do not hear any of our side. It is utterly staggering. So these guys know they're never going to be held accountable. They flap their gums, right? They come out with lies and then it's out there. And then you're always doing catch up to try and, you know, the, the truth does. It's like when, when someone comes out with an article, right? And, and you've seen it in the media. They'll come out, they'll lie about someone. Then the retraction is like, yay big mm-hmm. on page seven. They're like, well, you know, we had to do this because legally we've got blah, 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 blah. The damage is done. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's like what, what, what they did with Donald Trump and the, and the documents and the raid at Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. Like, they vilified the hell out of him. Um, it was all in the media. All the, all the talking heads were talking about how awful this is, how this disqualifies him from running for president. When they knew that all of the rest of them were guilty of it as well, they knew about Biden before the, tw- the midterms, but they kept it quiet. And now even Pence has the cojones to come out and say, yeah, I had it too. Yeah. Why? Because now they feel comfortable. The damage has been done. The damage is, d- is still done. It, even if we get to the next election, they'll still say, oh, but remember those classified documents that Trump had? Oh, it doesn't matter about the others. But they'll still think that he's guilty for that. Yeah. Damage has been done. Um, all right, we've got to uh, take a quick break. We will be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So Patriot Mobile has really emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and uh, they have big news. Thanks to you guys, you have helped them grow. They offer service with all three major networks now. This means that if you are with one of the big three, big mobile, maybe you like their service, but you hate their values, you hate the fact that you're they're giving a portion of your money to all of these left-leaning causes you're fighting against, you got to try Patriot Mobile. They offer a performance guarantee, so if you're not happy with the coverage, you can switch between those carriers for free. As a reminder, they are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best networks. You're going to get the same great service while supporting a company that is fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms and the things that you are fighting for as well. You got to try them. Get free activation today with the offer code news over at patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. Governor Kathy Hochul of New York indicated earlier this week that she will not permit the hiring of healthcare workers who have declined to get the COVID vaccine, even though this vaccine mandate that she has implemented uh, upon the citizens has, A, been overturned in the courts already, and also, uh, B, she's got a serious healthcare worker shortage because of this, but she doesn't care. She is sticking to her guns and gosh darn it, if you did not obey the government, she is going to continue to punish you for that. Watch. It's a problem, but I don't think the answer is to make have someone who comes in who's sick be exposed to someone who can give them the coronavirus, uh, give them COVID-19. I don't know that that's the right answer. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's not. So we're exploring our options, but I think everybody who goes into a healthcare facility or a nursing home should have the assurance and their family members should know that we have taken all steps to protect the public health. Okay, again, I, I don't know where these people are getting their information. Um, even the CDC director has said that getting the vaccine does not prevent you from getting the virus and also spreading the virus. So you're literally doing not, like we've had this information for a very long time now. You're literally doing nothing to prevent any of these people 
from getting infected. You're, you're, not, you're not doing anything. It's almost like, mm, if I was a cynical person, I would say it's almost like Kathy Hochul is just mad that these people didn't do what she told them to do and she doesn't want to relent because it's all about control and not about health at all. Didn't the most recent studies say that uh, the vaxxed and fully boosted are more likely to get yes. COVID now yes. than people that have never had a single jab mm -hmm. at all? Mm -hmm. Pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. You're going to see, I think, a lot of this. It's going to be funny and it's going to be a, a tiered response. It's going to be people like that that they feel like they can't go back on what they did. So they're just going to continue to double down on it, even though they know that they are wrong. Then it's going to shift as more and more information is coming out. And I think information is coming out soon. I think information is coming out in the next... 12 to maybe 16 months, that's just my guess, that, oh crap, there's a lot of data here that shows that we screwed up, this is not safe, we should not have mandated this or even released it yet. Um, but then you're gonna see them switch to, <clears throat> oh, I have to stick to my guns, to, oh, somehow it's our fault. It's going to be our fault. Somehow. No, I, it's, I don't know it's gonna be Trump's fault. It's yeah. Trump's oh, fault. oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely Trump's fault. Totally agree. That's the shift, that's totally gonna agree. come. You know what, I, I, what is it? about these people that it is so fatal for them. It's like a mortal wound to be wrong. Mm. Like they, they just, it's, it's just like crushing, right? That they can't say, you know what? We did what, and I have to say, there's a certain other person that is not actually accepting the fact that they might have been wrong on vaccines right now, which I think will be very damaging to him in the long run, which is President Trump. I think that's a mistake, mm. uh, but it's clear it was not the right move, right? Like we know that it doesn't stop transmission. We know that it doesn't stop infection, right? We know that, everybody knows that now. Apart from the people that refuse to know it, and it is, it's a, it's a mental condition. It has to be a mental condition. I don't know whether it's like denial because, hey, look, I got it and I'm really worried that it might be doing something to me, uh, or whether it is like you say, it's, I mean, I know this, right? Because I've lost work because they're saying you can't come on set, even though they swab you every day and uh, you know do the nasal swabs and everything that you know, you gotta be vaccinated, go on set, when it makes absolutely no difference whatsoever, right? I don't know what it is or whether, I mean, that woman, like Swalwell, is one of the dumbest people I have ever seen. Like, uh, you wouldn't ever hire, I, w I would worry about them babysitting my kids, yeah, right? Because they are so stupid. I, I think for some of them, it, it, it <clears throat> is kind of like a mental condition. Mm -hmm. I think people like her, I think it's, it's catastrophic for their style of government because the one thing they cannot be seen as is incompetent, even though every politician on every side of the aisle is incompetent, um, but also that, you know, they always say trust the science. Mm -hmm. You can trust the science, you can trust us. Empower us with all of you know all of this power and and and, and all of these uh, levers over your life because we'll take care of it for you. Now, if there's ever doubt in that, well, we're just going to stop voting for them. They're going to cease to have that power. They're not going to be able to have all this like hordes of power, all this stuff. Like they're not going to be able to tell you what to do here, 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 and here. Shut your business down. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to go here. Put that piece of cloth over your face or else. They're not gonna be able to do that if we don't think that they have, don't have their best interests at heart. If we don't think that we can't trust them unequivocally on everything. Like, this is huge for them. This is their entire model of governance. Well, so on the topic of COVID, so uh, Joe Scarborough over on Morning Joe on MSNBC, um, he, was, he was very upset. He had like this little, <clears throat> this fit 
uh, about the fact that he didn't, gosh darn it, he didn't get his fourth booster, and so he got COVID. And he just wished that he... Uh, is, it, is it four shoot. now? They're up to four? Yes. <laughs> and he's really upset, and so people were making fun of him be, for obvious reasons, okay? And uh, he just, gosh, it, that hurt his little feelings. Here is uh, what he had to say. Watch. Listen, here's the deal, moron. If you get a flu shot, what do you do? Do you go to the doctor and go, oh, my God, you want me to have a 50th flu shot? No. You get a flu shot every year. Right. And as we're finding right. out with this pandemic, well, it lasts six months, maybe a year. So, yes, yes, put on your big boy pants, put on your big girl pants. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be healthy, I don't care if you don't. That's your business. Smoke cigarettes, do whatever you want to do. Stay up all night, don't sleep. That's fine. Be unhealthy. Your choice. Oh, okay. So here's the deal, moron. That's what we're calling each other, right? Your little pea brain thinks taking four injections for something in 18 months is the same thing as an annual flu shot a year. Um, I'm going to spell this out for you. Annual means one. A year is 12 months. And I'm saying this because like, it feels like you don't do math very well. So <laughs> I just wanted to make that clear. Very interesting that now, did you hear that? It's my choice, okay? We're gonna set aside that you just compared not getting a vaccine to chain smoking, and we can get back to that in a second because I find it fascinating to hear you tell me it's my choice now what I decide to put in my body. Because even to this day, you have dictators like Kathy Hochul still trying to punish people for not abiding by the government mandating you inject yourself with something. And I seem to recall the whole lot of you guys clapping with glee like seals oh, 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 at the thought of unvaccinated people getting pushed out of their jobs, having their livelihoods taken from them, not being able to put food on the table for their families, being cast out of society, all because they didn't care to be a human guinea pig. But thank you, Joe, for finally coming around and seeing it our way. My body, my freaking choice. Thank you. Didn't I don't know how I can follow that. Um, didn't he didn't this start because he was didn't he get uh, COVID again? Yes. And he said something about getting his fourth. Uh, yes. So there was a guy on Twitter that posts a lot of these videos out, you know, making fun of them. I think that's who he was calling a moron, just pointing that out. And so I think it's just funny. He was so butthurt yes. by a clip of a he video. He got his on little Twitter. feelings hurt. Yeah, that he decided to respond that right. way. On his show. <laughs> Because he was butthurt that someone pointed out that he was a total idiot for being like, ah, shoot, that's why I got COVID. I didn't get the fourth one in, again, 18 months. <laughs> Last hey, word. Uh, just, 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 I'm shocked. Morning Joe stupid. has rendered Matt speechless. Uh, well, I, I, it's the, these people are just so stupid. I know. They're, they're just and they're calling stupid. you a moron. It's the, like epic gaslighting. They're doing it again. You know, you're so stupid. Oh, how many times have you got? Well, I, I didn't take the jab and I've had COVID twice, right? And the second time it was nothing, yeah. right? I don't worry about it. It's not a concern. Uh, and, and there he is. That, like, it, because it becomes... It's again, it's that we forget virtue signaling. It's a part of his identity, right? And, and it's crushing to them mm -hmm. that they now cannot say that they're so much better than you. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you idiot, you know, because look, let's face it. The majority of people, by the way, the majority of people who didn't take it are free thinking individuals, right? That went, hang on a minute. I'm not sure about that. The other thing is, is people that said, you don't tell me what I do, right? So again, two things that are fatal to right. them, right? You can't have your own thoughts and you certainly can't stand up for your own thoughts, right? But look, I've never smoked. 
I don't, I, I don't like smoking, but I absolutely do not think that smoking should be banned. It's not mm. something that, you know, it's like I don't think the big gulps should be banned. I don't think this, we, we, we have to be able to use our own discretion, our own minds to decide what we want to do with our bodies. I mean, the information's there if you want to have it. Like, by the way, the information was there. And we've seen it now, like Bill Gates came out, right? And he said, well, you know, we, we know that it really wasn't like as fatal. I'm like, it was there. Like all you had to do was take your head from up your ass and look <laughs> at the things that were there and say, yeah, people aren't dying all over the place. They came up, they said, kids do not get it. Like, or even if they do, it's asymptomatic, right? And now they're going, vax your kids. I'm like, if you couldn't see that there's an issue with that, I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. No, I do. I understand the peer group pressure. I do. I get it. If you go over to Europe, they were all like you couldn't go to a store. Literally, you couldn't go. And my my family in Malta, they couldn't go to the store because they they had to be vaccinated. They were tracking you. All this kind of stuff. Crazy stuff, right? But in in the great Amer this great country of ours, right? You could have. You did have a choice. You did have a choice. Now, they did force a lot of people, but this is the one country where people go, and hang on a minute, like, you're not infringing on my rights. Mm -hmm. And they, again, it's this control, it's the virtue signaling, it's I know who you are and who you vote for. And the funny thing is, do you know so many people that were like, they might be like vegans and they're like, hey, listen, I'm not putting poison in my body. All of a sudden they're right wing maniacs. Yeah. Yes. It's so weird. Yes. Such a weird it is really weird. Um, all right. We got to uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back. Yeah, they're like, oh, I only eat non GMO, but I'm definitely going to take. The North Carolina Association for the Education of Young Children uh, apparently hosts a documentary on their website called Reflecting on the Anti-Bias Education in Action, the Early Years. Now, this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you a clip of this, but this is a group, this is a group of children. They're like four and five years old. Uh, they're getting a lesson on gender identity from their non-binary teacher uh, by her showing them this doll and explaining that they don't have to be boys or girls. They can just be non-binary. Do we know uh, where this is? I'm sorry? Do we know where this is? North just Carolina. North Carolina, okay. We know because I because that's what I said at the beginning of the... I was, I was too busy trying to see if that's a book on that kid's head. That was like, that was freaking me out there. So now... <laughs> Well, without further ado, uh, let's, let's watch some of this. Friend likes to ask the question, are you a boy or a girl? And Mash answers, I'm just a kid. But a kid, but kids can be boys or girls. They can be boys or girls. Yeah. Maybe non-biased. Yeah. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. 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 Whoever taught that little child to say they, whoever taught the little child to say non-binary, straight to jail. Straight to jail, throw away the key, lock them up, absolutely straight to jail. This is so criminal and it just ugh, irks me because it's like, you heard the first answer, but the kids can be boys or girls. It's like, yes, we knew this in kindergarten cop. It's so easy that even kindergartners understand that boys have penises and girls have vaginas. It's really that easy. And somehow we have the mentally ill adults 
come in and complicate matters and confuse children on purpose to suit their agenda. It is good. I don't understand how these people don't see that they are abusing children in real time. Yeah, and talk about kindergarten cop. That line was so funny from that kid because it's 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 like blatantly you're inappropriate. Like, yeah, duh. But well, also like yeah, duh. Yeah, but but that's how we are now. Right. But then it, to me it was funny because it, you, you would never hear a kid say that. You know, yeah. it's not appropriate. You know, for a school. Right. But now that's the norm. They yeah. want to talk about this with kids that can barely have just learned how to talk. Yeah. It it, it it's blatant programming. Yeah, now they're like, uh, girls do have breasts, and also they can choose to chop them off if they want to identify as a boy. I mean, <laughs> we, al we already have a problem with mental illness in this country. It's getting worse. How bad is it going to get when these poor kids, if they continue in systems like this, but this has got to stop. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a, we've made a lot of headway. There's been a lot of activist groups have made huge leaps and bounds on stopping this crap. Um, I don't know how some of these states still have this crap in their schools. I don't know. Actually, you know, I, I kind of do know because I'm even fighting it in Texas even still. What they do is, and this is a common leftist tactic, is they'll just change the name of it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's no longer comprehensive sexuality education. It's something else, Cameron. They just renamed it to something else. It's no longer CRT because yeah. we defeated that. We deleted that. Right. Um, it's now called, you know, then SEL. they SEL, mm -hmm. and even now it's moved DEI, on from, e yeah, yeah it's, it, it keep, they just keep on rebranding it. When I was doing a registration for uh, my kid in school, they had all these different uh, programs that you had to opt in or opt out of. Right then, and it was brand new, I knew it was a red flag. Yeah. I requested the curriculum from it, they, they just ignored me, would not give it to me. I opted out of it, and I was like, don't worry, son, you're, you're almost out of that school. I mean, maybe, I, and I'm, I'm wussing out on that, I should take that you fight are. more you are. and do something mm -hmm. about it, because this stuff is not going to stop until mm -hmm. we stop it. Mm -hmm. Matt. I, know, I, do I, I don't say what I really want to do to these people that do that. Mm -hmm. Because if we can't protect our kids, I mean, these people are just utter scumbags. Mm -hmm. And they, yeah. I mean, where are my dads? Get you together, right? Look after your children. There's nothing more important than that. Your job's not more important than that. There's nothing more important than your children, right? What is there more important than looking after your kids? It, mm -hmm. just, it just pisses me off. And you know what? People, like, just outsource their, the, the, the upbringing of their kids they send them off. Look, I get people all the time, oh, you know, yeah, you go, those kids. No, I'm involved all the time on every single aspect of their life, right? And it's not, it's not because I can afford it or this and that. It's because I'm a dad and that is my number one job, right? I, I have to look after my children and even more so now. Take your kids out of the schools, homeschool, right? Find a Christian, you know, normally like you, you want to get a Christian coalition mm -hmm. together. You are going to lose your children forever. Mm -hmm. There's no going back from this. This is grooming. These people are E-V-I-L. They're evil. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't care if they've got mental illnesses. I don't care. They need to get out of the, the business of grooming kids. It is disgusting. In the old days, they would have been taken out and had kicked out of them mm -hmm. outside, right? They would. That's just the way it is, right? This is how in our minds that these people, and you know what they do as well, they record themselves, they're happy about it, they think mm -hmm. it's a virtuous thing. They're going to look, look, look at us, I'm telling these kids this and that. I'm polluting their mind and confusing them. So they'll mutilate themselves, and then when they get older, when they realize that number one, they haven't been protected by their parents, especially dads, right? They've been groomed by, some, and, and been groomed by somebody else, and then they've mutilated themselves. What's the end game to that? They're gonna end up dead. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, 
This is a massive spiritual war. It is evil. These people are evil and they should not be tolerated in any way, shape or form. And I don't care if I'm cancelled for that, right? Because what's going to happen? Where, where are we going to be in five years ago? Could you even have comprehended this coming out? Like it's, we, we are on a massive fast track Mm-hmm. towards the destruction of our society. And this is where, it, this is, I mean, they're not even happy now with corrupting, with the corrupt politicians and doing this. Now they're going straight for the kids, mm-hmm. which has always been designated as evil. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say, I think this is your first time receiving this airbrush, so congratulations, <laughs> sorry. Matt. Congratulations. No, I'm not no, sorry, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, no, actually. don't be sorry, yeah, actually. I, I get that. The, the network bleeper is like, Matt. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just like... No, it. you are not sorry, it needed to be set. Yes, right? it did. Uh, all right, we gotta take a break, we'll be back. <laughs> Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, disclosed a sale, shockingly, of 30,000 shares in Google's parent company, Alphabet, just about one month before the Justice Department opened their antitrust lawsuit in to Google. This is not the first time that Nancy Pelosi has had very curious coincidental. She's uh, a financial wizard. So she must be. She yeah. must, I mean, completely incompetent in literally every other thing that she does. <laughs> but she maybe her second calling was to just become an investment advisor because she seems to have gotten very rich being a, uh, a lawmaker here in this country and having access and being privy to uh, certain things that may be taking place or not be taking place. So shockingly, she just sold uh, all of those uh, shares of Google. And I would like to uh, to just add into this story here. So great. Senator Josh Hawley, this is so based, right? Uh, he wants to, he's proposing that uh, a new act that bars lawmakers and their spouses from owning and trading stocks while in office. Now the bill's title is Preventing Elected Leaders from Owning Securities and Investments Act, which if you take the first letter of each of those words, it spells out Pelosi. That's a masterclass of trolling. Isn't it? So great. The Pelosi Act uh, will prevent elected leaders from owning securities and investments while in office, which is like, why the hell do we not already have that? Like Common sense. Right. So I'm sure it's not going to, uh, to go anywhere. But between oh, no. 2007 and 2020, uh, Paul Pelosi and Nancy Pelosi, uh, they saw their stock portfolios worth uh, go up by as much as $30 million. So ridiculous. Just $30 million. In the similar way that um, the entire political, you know, everyone in politics was probably pissed at the Biden family for making it so overt on how they get rich through their family members. I guarantee you everybody, as soon as Holly put this out there, was like, bro, Holly, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. when this goes up for a, a vote, well, it's not even going to go for a vote. Everyone's going to be like, it should, go for, crap. it should go for a vote. Right. That would be right. awesome. Oh, yeah. it would be so awesome. Yeah. I just don't think they'll ever allow it to because they make a killing off of game in the system. Mm-hmm. A killing. And I want to point out, too, this is this should be a bipartisan <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking about the lawmakers themselves, but but American citizens, right? Like we should all be oh, able yeah. to say 
That's a problem, guys, especially when you look at the charts that they've put forth with how much money these people are making. It's there's a whole this. It's obviously red for Republican and blue for Democrat. There's a whole lot of red in there. Mm-hmm. Way more red than I'm comfortable with looking at you, Dan Crenshaw. And so <laughs> it's like, why? Why can the American public not come together and be like that thing that you guys are doing in Congress, all of you, is really bad and we should be pushing you guys to not do it? It's almost like they're running for. Congress not to serve the people, huh. but to have political influence no. and make a money. lot of money. No. Oh, I don't know. They're just public I servants, Matt. I That's don't know. crazy. Yeah, speaking of Dan Crenshaw, someone put a, a, a chart together and they put all like the big money makers that game, you know, the stock market. And from they rated it on how often they beat the odds and make tons of money. And I remember Nancy Pelosi was pretty high up there. One spot above Nancy mm-hmm. Pelosi was Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. Dan Crenshaw, I don't know. He, he really, I don't know if he pulled the wool over my eyes and a lot of people's eyes or if he was actually genuine and sincere when he got there. But once he got there, it was corrupting. And so it just corrupted him. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to go with that. Well, I feel like that probably is the most likely scenario. And look, I'm not trying to give Dan Crenshaw the benefit of any doubt. I can't stand the guy. But you see that happen way too often, mm-hmm. right? For me to think that it's anything except, you know, power corrupts. Mm-hmm. And so these people go in, they get wined and dined, they get these lobbyists promising them all of these things, and they get just sort of swept away in all of it. It's no excuse. I mean, I think it's disgusting. Um, but it really does feel like it's not just Dan Crenshaw. That's It's a pattern of people doing that. Could that many people just manipulate the American public and find their way in even though they just, you know, didn't believe a word they said? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the majority of them go in, you know, thinking that. I tell you what, there's an awesome movie that's actually, it was such a big satire back in the day, but it was Eddie Murphy, The Distinguished Gentleman. You mm-hmm. guys ever see that? Yeah. That's just how it is now. I mean, it was a joke back then, although they pretty much knew that's how it was. That is exactly how our government operates right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. You see them when they enter into office, they have nothing. Yeah. You know, they're people just like me. Right. Uh, they're there for because there's no term limits. Another thing that needs to go up for a vote, which I think is, right? Yeah, but Ted, I mean, it's Ted Cruz. He always proposes that and then, mm-hmm. like, doesn't not, go anywhere. Right, nothing, right, of course they're not going to vote. It's almost like, like asking Big Pharma to actually uh, Assess their own product. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, this stuff, this is really bad. Yeah, we decided to come out and tell you that it was really bad. Why would they do it? There's no incentive for them to do it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah. Pfizer's uh, Pfizer's, uh, analytics on, you know, the effects of the vaccine, wasn't that due like two years ago or one year ago or something like that? Like it was mandated. They said, we're going to release this information. Mm -hmm. I think it was was probably a year ago. Still no, you know, still crickets. We're not seeing anything on that. I doubt we will ever see it. Oh, I get you. I, I bet they did an investigation, but only to combat all the lawsuits that are coming mm-hmm. out. Again, I think in 12 to 16 months. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. United States service members who were fired for refusing to comply with the Pentagon's COVID-19 vaccine mandate are apparently now being forced to pay back their original recruitment bonuses. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Which, I, as Jason's, I don't have to tell you guys, is like a complete just slap in the face to them. Uh, you know who agrees? Marsha Blackburn, Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, who uh, we contacted and she 
gave us the statement, United States service members are being forced to pay back recruitment bonuses after being fired for Biden's draconian COVID mandate. This is a slap in the face to brave men and women who have volunteered to defend our nation. Um, this is really, really dystopian stuff that's happening in this country. I hate to leave it on a grim note, but I'm gonna, cause you guys need to pay attention because we got to stop the train from going off the tracks. And we still have time, but not very much. How much time do we have? For oh, the show, not. 20 seconds. I had a rant. Uh, uh, and there's uh, no uh, way uh, I'm going to uh, start it, because oh you know me. God. Dang it. Leave no man behind, apart <laughs> from everybody. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, just another day in the news. Thank you guys for being here, Jason, Matt. And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.